This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is... Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. On the edge of the box is Madden. Madden trying to manufacture the shot. Gets it away. Yeah! Oh my word! What a goal! From Paddy Madden, the Irishman strikes again. And is that the goal that's going to send Stockport County back into the Football League? It's fine as long as I don't scratch it or look at it or talk about it. It's seven on a Wednesday and yes, this is the incessant sight and or sound of the Scarf Begara War. Your weekly live show and podcast covering all things SK3. Not all things SK3. So if you're on like... Warhol Street and you've been haven't been emptied. Don't get in touch. Yes, we're with you for the next hour or so. With me, Nick, man of the people, Lee. We can't all be hobnobbing with those at the top. And with me as ever, a man recently described by me just then as hobnobbing with those at the top. It's Russ Johnson. Hello, Russ. How do you? All right. Yeah, I'm good. A quick, um, quick bit of admin. Admin slash general chit chat that I like to get. Right. I went and listen. I went and watched last week's show back because that's right. you know, quality control. Always striving for improvement. Yeah. And when we were talking about me slapping the bass, uh, yeah, you you made the comment. I bet you can play elephant, can you? Can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanna just quick, quick, clear. What were you referring to? Uh, uh, I was I was referring to uh, a Seven Nation Army opening riff. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> that's what's kept me up all week. <laughs> just lying there with my head against the pillow. It's like, I think he meant Seven Nation. I thought you meant Elephant by Tame Impala at first. That's why I let it slide. Right. Then... No, no. I was going... Do you know Do you know what, though? Today, for, the, for those who are watching on YouTube, not for the audio listeners, you look like a bass player today. Are you going out after the show? No, I'm not planning on All it. right. Oh, you're I just had a looking... glow up, mate. I, I was going to say... You're looking pretty, pretty. I'm, I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing all the stuff my ex wouldn't let me wear, and <laughs> I'm just all at once. I just yeah. pile, pile all my clothes on and just see what happens during the day. Yeah, nice. you should, you should think about sorting yourself out. Your scruffy get. I, I will do one day, one of these days. Yeah, drag myself into the twenty uh, twenties. Do it's a pretty woman, yeah. I don't know what that means. You work on commission. Big mistake. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. can take, I can take you and get, get you all spruced up. Is that from the film I take it, is it? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I can't believe you've not seen Pretty Woman. I would If it was no. a musical version, you'd have seen it, wouldn't you? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> there is. I bet there is. There is. There is. Is there? Is there? It's not a family thing, though, is it? I don't Sex know. worker. <laughs> 
Shall we crack on and tell out everybody what we've got on tonight? We've got on uh, a fan guest who will get out very shortly. We've got Tom from All Dale, aren't we? Rochdale podcast. We're going to talk about Gillingham. We're going to talk about Carlisle. Look ahead to Rochdale as well. Talk a bit about the play of the season. Talk about are we going for automatic or are we going to stick in the playoffs? What do we think about that? And then everything else that surrounds County about that. How does that sound, Nicholas? Sounds good, Russell. Yeah. That good almost good. sounded planned, that, didn't it? For a minute. That sounds like trying to make a catchphrase happen. We're not. Yeah, we're not. We're not. Um, before we get our guests out, should we just do a slight bit of admin? Thank you very much to all patrons. Really means a lot to us. Um, and if you aren't a patron, then watch this. Nick, can I ask you a question? Sounds like you just have, mate, but you crack on. How do you like your content? Well, I'm glad you asked. Personally, Russ, I like mine hot and fresh out the kitchen. We've discussed this. What? We had that meeting about you referencing R. Kelly and we agreed it was too problematic and you wouldn't do it anymore. Sorry, mate, it's just the best combination of words to describe just one of the many benefits that members of the Scarf or fan club get for the very reasonable price of just three English pounds a month. And not only that, there are discounts on merchandise, exclusive access to live events, bonus episodes and all sorts of fun to make it worth your while. You see, they get the weekly audio podcast immediately after broadcast, 36 hours before everybody else. So hit the link in the description and join now for just three quid a month and help support the only podcast for county fans by county fans. All that plus exclusive early announcements and anything else we can think of. That was alright, wasn't it? It was. I'm just not sure about the R. Kelly thing. I love them guys. They're really good, aren't they? They're good. Uh, so the Patreon link is at the bottom of the screen, somewhere here. Um, and yeah, get involved. And also, I've got to say a huge thank you to Andy Baldwin, who I know listens to the show, watches the show. He's given us some subs recently. Andy, on your settings, I cannot reply to it and say thank you. So I'm saying thank you now. If you send us your email address, we'll sort you out with something. Um, but that would be really, really good. So, yeah. Right. Anything else admin wise? That's me. That's me. One more, one more away day show left of the regular season, but it's not this Saturday because we're not away. It's next Saturday. No, Later we're not. On. We're we're at home this Saturday, aren't we? We're famously, yeah. we are, and we're going to talk about that with one of our guests. But first, let's get our fan guest out, and he's answered all the questions that I asked him, which is good. So. His, his first game, uh, he started to put in county in the 1978 season. Alan Thompson was player-manager. I'm not going to tell you his age. You can all guess, but he's been supporting county for 45 years. His first game was Brentford EP, and we won 2-0. His best goal live, two goals in particular, Ian Dowie on goal. I think we all remember that one, don't we? Quality goal. And the Quigley goal versus Bolton. Oh, that's all. Oh, yes. Uh, best moment supporting County, the Rochdale playoff final. I'm sure we'll talk about that a bit more. <laughs> Tom's backstage, he's just, he's just crumbled. Yeah. Um, and taking the, the lead. The room's Old... a very sour place right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> taking the lead at Old Trafford. Obviously, we lost that in the uh, League Cup, I think it was. And then the Halifax game when we returned to the Football League and Nuneaton game. Bolton sticks out as well. I asked for best moment. He's given me five there. Uh, and his best player, favourite player, sorry, Kevin Francis, because he got county. Also loved Kevin Cooper and Sam Minihan because they all got county. I think that's something we can all relate to. So let's get our guest out, which is Dave Marchbank. 
Hello, Dave. Hello. Evening, Russ. Evening, Nick. How are yeah, you? It's 46-year-old Dave Marchbank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish. In my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dave... <laughs> Dave, you you stick around. We'll talk to you for the full for the full show. We'll cover stuff about co-op as well because you're in obviously on the co-op, so we can we can deep dive into that as well, which will be interesting. Um, so, without no further ado, I think that's what they say. Did they? Is it without no further? No, it's ado? not. But no, there's no no. Oh, there's is there no not? no in there. No, no. Oh, without further ado. Oh, okay, all right. Ado, okay. Yeah. I'll do. I'll use that. You can say. I mean, without no further ado is quite Brinnington, so it's quite on brand for you. <laughs> I know you've tried to leave that part of your life behind, but I think you'll be all right, mate. Yeah, you can get away with that. It's very pretty. Yeah, I'll get myself a little man yeah. bag for next week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's get uh, Tom from Aldale, aren't we? Oh, Tom. Hello, Tom. Hiya, chaps. Thank you for having me on, I think. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> so, thanks. Give it 10 minutes and we'll see. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, mate. Now, obviously, we know each other from the failed Greatest Manchester Football podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which, which was a decent attempt to cover all things great in Manchester football, but it, it just didn't... Everyone's quite busy. Win. Everyone's too busy, yeah. Supporting, yeah, that's uh, how it goes sometimes. Yeah. We're just supporting proper football clubs, aren't we? That's, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um so let's look ahead to the game on Saturday. I know you drew 2-2 last night. You're nine points adrift with three games to go. You need to win all three and hope results go your way. What's gone wrong, mate? So much, so much at this club. You know, that I think it's been a, a gradual decline on and off the pitch at Rochdale for maybe four or five seasons now. Um, you cast your mind back to the start of the season. Um, well, even to last season. Our previous manager was given the summer to work with. Um, I think a lot of fans felt that he didn't really deserve that opportunity to start with. Uh, was given an improved playing budget. Has been has misused that playing budget. Um, and then I think the, the board, obviously, we um, were under a lot of pressure from from fans and they pulled the trigger after four games, sacking our manager after signing all of his own players. Uh, we then spent two weeks, three weeks, about, well, two or three weeks without a manager with uh, Jim McNulty coming in as interim at the time. Um, searched around for managers for weeks on end, uh, looking at Dave Artel, John Askey, people like that. None of them wanted to come. We ended up with our fifth choice favourite manager, uh, Jim Bentley, and that's just been a disaster class from start to finish. I think he kind of, if you looked at it on paper, I think he kind of looked like the manager you you would have wanted through the door or what we needed at the time. But obviously he's not had his own stamp, been able to put his own stamp on the team really with his own players. He had you know, a January transfer window to work with and the the last day of the summer window and that was it. Uh, and he's just not been able to find any consistency with the players that we've had. Obviously, we've picked up the odd result here and there. Um, but yeah, just just been a really, really poor poor season on the pitch. No consistency. Uh, players haven't clearly bought into it. Jim has obviously now been sacked and even smaller Jim, Jim McNulty, we're both aware of. Um has come in again as as interim manager, you know, is and give us a little bit of boost and a little bit of hope. Um, a few good results the past few weeks, <clears throat> but we 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 know that the, uh, the t- our time is our time is nigh as it as it would be. And is this the worst possible scenario for you coming to Edgeley Park, knowing that we could send you down? It's it's been 
one of our group chats, where it's been on our minds for months. Everyone's been calling it, saying it would end up being this weekend that it would happen. And up until the 93rd minute yesterday, we were we were due to go down until we decided to equalise. And I, I don't think I've ever felt such a way about an equaliser in my life. I thought, this is our worst centre-half. You've not done anything all season and you've picked this moment of the season to score your first goal. I felt like it was almost done intentionally just to hurt us a bit more. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean... It reminds lot- me of that when, when, when we went to... Did we play Gateshead at Hartlepool when we dropped out of the National League? And we were all, we were 1 0 down, all, you know, that get relegated as well. And then I think was it Chirac who equalised like 94th minute and kept it going till the last day. It was just like, just put us out of our misery. It's horrible, that, isn't it? And, and then, yeah, to have to go to like a local rival and get relegated must be. I, I often yeah. think, you know, people always say to me, good things should happen to good people. But in the past 15 years, I've watched us be dumped out of a playoff final by yourselves. And in that space of time, you've dropped through the leagues, come all the way back up. You're on the cusp of going up, going at least into the playoffs and you get the chance to relegate us. I mean, what's that about? (laughs) Karma, I guess. (laughs) I don't know. I I mean, it's... uh, it's a difficult one because obviously we we know each other, so I, we, we we can't really sit here and sort of take the piss as maybe a lot of county fans would do and are probably going to do on Saturday. There's definitely oh, yeah. that element of it. A lot of county fans because because of what Keith Hill said at the time and the the rivalry that we had, and a lot of your fans said to us at the time on our way down because we were being mismanaged. And you, you you know you're talking to three people here, Tom, who have all been board members. One still is of the supporters co-op, so we know. The turmoils of clubs, and we, you know, I'll ask you a question shortly. Um, but it's a really strange one because I feel like I feel like I know what you're going through, and I, and I don't know where it ends for you. But at the same time, everything that happened when Keith Hill was in charge, it's kind of like bittersweet. As, do you know? Do you know what I mean, Nick? Dave? Do you know? Do you know where I'm coming from with that? Yeah, don't, don't bring me into this, into your weather business, dust. <laughs> no, I, just, I just want, I just want football to be the winner. You know me. Oh, give over. Get off the fence. <laughs> Splinters on your ass, mate. <laughs> I have to say, I think, um, you know, like you say, having been there ourselves and relegated and it's it's gut-wrenching. And, you know, I remember at the time thinking, well, at least it can't get any worse. And then, yeah. <laughs> then it did. And, um, you know, it's... I take, you know, I, I enjoy our games we watched. I'll have to say, you know, when I mentioned about the uh, one of my favourite games being when we the playoff, you've got to understand, obviously, we played at Wembley a few times and lost. And that was the first time we'd won when we played Rochdale. I thought we were outstanding that day. Absolutely outstanding. It's one of the few games I've ever been to. When we went behind, I thought, we're going to win this game because mm. we were playing that well. And uh, I thought, all we've got to do is carry on playing as we are. And we did. And I thought we were absolutely fantastic. Um, so yeah, I, I do, I do, um, I do sympathise with where where Rochdale find themselves, and uh, it's tough, and it's really tough division to get out of when you go down there. You think um, it, 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 you, you'll be in for a shock because some of these non-league sides are, play the hard to beat, and uh, it's getting back out of that division is horrendously difficult. Yeah. So. You know, I don't, I mean, my personal thoughts is I don't think it's fair that you can end up 
runners up in a division and not get promoted. And yes. that's the reality of the conference because if you finish second in the conference, you're in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like yeah. Does the yeah. does the format not change next season, or is it the season after where the the, the two teams go up automatically? They were talking it. about it, but where yeah, they're up to with it, I'm not 100 percent sure. Not to matter. We won't be anywhere near it. Well, no. Te- teams like Harrogate and Crawley will always vote against it as well. Yeah, uh, they'll just ne- never have that. No chance because they're circling that drain every single year to to coin Russ's phrase. Um, they'll just never. I'd like to think that ourselves and Wrexham and Knotts, if they both come up, I'd like to think we'd all vote for it. Mm. I reckon, but yeah. it's easy to say that when you're going to be in no danger of relegation, isn't it? Yeah, or in League One. But you know, Tom, you know, um, the sort of going down, the teams down there are really, really well run as well. A lot of them are really, really well run. Uh, you have to go down and respect it. Uh, that's what I wanted to ask you. Where does it end for Rochdale? Because it sounds like you're not really well run. Obviously, you've got a relegation threatened team. Where, where, where do you see it ending for you? I wouldn't be surprised if we thought, if I think we very possibly could follow suit to something like Scunthorpe. I, I think we're in that kind of category. And the the problem with the ownership is, is it's not that I, I so much blame them because they, they, they've they stepped in an inexperienced board and they've come in and tried to steer the ship away. They saved us from the hostile takeover, but they have no idea how to run a football club. And they've made numerous mistakes. They've admitted to it. They've hired agencies to, uh, you know, uh, reevaluate all the running side of the football club. And, it's just not what you need in this position. So it's a really tough one with them because I don't want to scave them because they've came in and and tried and tried their absolute best, but they just aren't experienced in any way, shape or form of running a football club. And I think it's getting to fans now. But oh, unless unless, unless we unless we basically from what I can understand is from what they what they put out a few, a few months ago just after just I think it was around January January time is that they're looking for uh, they're looking to source outside investment um but in the short term we've got enough money to keep us going through the parachute payments and the BT deals and whatever from being in the national league to keep us going till the end of next season and if we don't get any investment in before then it sounds like we'll be toast it's a tough one it's the it's the effects of COVID, the pandemic, after tra- trying to have to sell, having to sell about all of our best players. But where you would normally sell your best players to, you know, improve a budget and you know rebuild again, that money has just been kept into keeping the the the, the club afloat. It's also been put into legal fees to stop Martin House, who who were the hostile takeover around the club, trying to go into all that to win the court cases for that. So it's a really unfortunate set of events. It's 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 we've not been. The board have admitted mistakes, and like I say, they are rookies, and they've 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 made their errors. But it's not like they've purposely mismanaged us, mm. yeah. And that's why I think it's a bit of a tough one where you lie with it. Yeah, and is is I take it to that end. Then there's no protesting or anything like that because you. What can you protest against? It, yeah, exactly, exactly. You almost feel like you you couldn't anyway because what are you going to protest against? Ultimately, we know what what needs to happen. We need an investor to come in. From what I can understand, the board are going to step aside if that does happen and let them come in and run the run run the ship and all that. They've come in at a difficult period. They've tried the best. You know, they've never proclaimed to be football people that have known how to run a football club, but they've done what they they can. But it's not worked. 
and it's it's where do you where do you place that frustration and anger really because yeah. you feel you feel a bit you feel a bit unfair to, to to center it towards towards them so i don't know it's um it's going to be an interesting few months i think definitely what's the what's the mood going to be like on saturday then when you bring i don't know how many you bring in um not coming in fancy dress so that's a start no that is that's a bonus yeah <laughs> like some <laughs> Yeah, what's the is what's what's your mood? I have to say, what's your mood going to be like on Saturday? I could probably guess, but is there going to be any anger t- towards the, the you know the owners or anything like that? I think it. I think it. It's got the potential to to borderline on that. It's getting to that point now with a lot of fans, um, where it's getting to the bo- the boiling point. And as a fan base, we are quite we're quite placid. Really, we don't really go that way um but it's definitely getting that way now um i think it's got strong potential to be that to be that way come saturday so we'll have to wait and see but i think there could be a lot of frustration vented at the players at full time oh okay so that'll be interesting i mean no yeah it'll be peak county though won't it that you'll come and you'll come and turn us over danny lloyd bloody double hat trick or something yeah Yeah. three bicycle (laughs) kicks So in in but, terms of um in terms of the match on Saturday then is just focusing on Danny Lloyd for a second because obviously he's he's quite what you know quite revered around here is he is he been the shining light for you it seems like that outside looking in there's the, there's there's two players you'd look over for that uh, for that and that'd be that'd be Danny Lloyd and our goalkeeper Richard O'Donnell um hard to think that our goalkeeper could be player of the season considering where we are but. He is. If it wasn't for him, some score lines would be ridiculous this season. But no, Danny Lloyd, yeah, absolutely amazing. Breath of fresh air um, and what's been a horrific season for us. Um, obviously, only came in in, in late December um, and he's done enough already to be head and shoulders above the rest. And he could easily be player of the season for us. He, you know, he, he puts everything out there on the pitch. You know, he, I think he, he's got that connection that you want with, with with a fan base and he drives and he's, he's something that we've not seen in a player for, for a number of years, honestly. Um, probably going back to when we were in League One since we've last seen a player of, of Danny Lloyd's capabilities. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been brilliant and he's single-handedly won us games this season just with his energy and his and his passion on the pitch, really. Could, that could almost have been lifted from exactly what we said about him when we first signed him because <laughs> yeah. we'd had a number of years without having like a proper player, a player who got you off your feet, off your feet, yeah. you know, yeah, and all that, and yeah. Oh, I love Danny Lloyd. Yeah, Just, it, I'm, I'm putting that love to one side for 90 minutes on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, wasn't he one? Wasn't he one of the ones? Just speaking up from a county perspective, now he's one of the first ones, really. That when we were down and we were at our lowest ebb, he was one of the first ones that got the club, wasn't yeah. he? I think it's probably fair to say that. Um, in the reverse fixture, two-one, he got a couple of rounds of applause. You know, ripples of applause when he was warming yeah. up and things like that, which he appreciated, but it stopped there. Absolutely, you stop there as soon as the whistle. Especially starts. since we know he, he doesn't mind celebrating against former clubs. Yes, yeah, he's, yeah. He's quite happy. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I would yeah. be. Yeah, I think the uh, the inter- one of the interesting things for me was that when we played at Rochdale and I went down and I thought Rochdale were pretty good actually. I, you know, I thought. Yeah. I came away feeling that Rochdale had got a point we couldn't have had too many complaints. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we won the game and I was delighted about that. And I thought there was a tremendous atmosphere from the county fans. But Rochdale played some good stuff. And it was interesting because Lloyd, he's got that ability to 
just no matter where he is, if he's anywhere, if he's close enough to the goal, get the ball and get his shot away, won't he? And he's got, he's, you could see it, he's still got it in his locker, he's still got that ability to uh, get his shots away and on target and uh, cause problems. He's, he's uh, you know, you can, I can understand why he's rated by the Dale fans because we rated him ourselves, didn't we? He was fantastic for us when he was with us in his, his first bowl particularly, he was, he was really good. Yeah, it's a, a strange game that because it was pretty much it was a fairly even, fairly sloppy, even game, and then there was just that three minute spell where we scored twice, and yeah. it just kind of knocked you off your feet a bit. But other than oh. that, it was I, I thought it was fairly even. Well, we had our yeah. second choice goalkeeper in net who was letting in calamity after calamity at the, at the time, know. so that that um that helped a lot. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. To be fair, it was a quite even game. I said it on at the time when I put went on my own on my on my own page, uh, saying that one of those games it could have gone either way. We had a few. We had quite a few good chances, but Stockport were ruthless, and they took mm. theirs. So there you go. Yeah, no, we were, and that's why. I mean, that's ultimately it's, you know, the further up the leagues you go, the, the more fine margins it is, isn't it? And and we we obviously we take our chances. Um, on to Saturday then. What are you expecting in terms of performance? Are you are you expecting to really dig in and because obviously you've got to come and you've got to play because you need a result. Teams normally come who are in the bottom half, part of the bus, and have been pretty successful with that. I would say <laughs> some of them. Yeah, um, this season. Yeah. How do you think it's going to go? Uh, ultimately, we've got to go for it, haven't we? You know. It's 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 a pretty much a ninety nine percent certainty now that we're going to be relegated. We've got to go out there and just go for it for for, for ninety minutes. You know, pressing on the front foot, trying our best to get to get ourselves into a favourable position, and then see what happens elsewhere. I'm under I'm under no illusion. I don't think this is going to actually happen. I think this is going to end up being an absolute drubbing, if I'm honest. Um, but that's the mentality we've got to go out with. Whilst there's still something to play for, you 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 you've got to you've got to go out there and, and show that on the pitch. Um, so yeah, we we will see we will see what comes of it. Yeah, no good stuff. I mean, we I mean, we're just going back to when we went down. It was saying to Nick before, it felt like we went down with a whimper. Yeah, the first time. Well, out of the football league, it did. It just like. I know we had the protest on the pitch, didn't we? The lads that sat in the middle of the centre yeah. circle, which was that was that was a bit of a protest, and that that got media attention. But the rest, it just felt like, oh, we're down. There was more of a hoo ha when we went out of the uh, national uh, national league. Well, then again, when we went out of the national league, I also remember people singing Altrincham on a Friday night, which really annoyed me. As much as I like a bit of gallows humour, that really wound me up. That did. If they'd been in fancy dress singing it, that would have been me gone. <laughs> Ed, Ed lost. Can I, can I also just say, thank you so much for Scott Quigley. I can see why you gave, gave him to us. Oh, my God. He is possibly one of the worst footballers I've seen. Oh, wow. It's crazy because really? we, we had like a three-month spell with him last season where he looked, he was unplayable for about three months. Mm. And then for the rest of that time, he came on, he mm. came on for us in the Leicester game in the Cup. And was just charging around, giving fouls away. So he just genuinely looked like a competition winner. And it was he weird looked, how he could it, go from how he was last year to that. It was weird. It, it's odd. He started quite well the first game. He got the first game. He got two goals, and then he was on a little bit of form for two or three games. And since then, he's looked like he's treading mud for the the rest of the season. I I, I, I don't know what he actually is, but there it's, you go. It's funny because you know I put uh, Quigley as one of the. The best goals when we when he scored against Bolton, but 
obviously when he scored it, it was almost there. It was it was almost in a situation where it was the only thing he could do was to lift, try and lift it over. And the way he did it, it was it wasn't conventional, but it worked. And I remember thinking at the time, you know, hopefully this is gonna he's gonna start. You know, this is gonna give him the confidence to go on and start. No, it never happened. He did score a great goal for us in a, in a, what was a great game on 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 the when we beat Bolton, but. Yeah, it went downhill after that. It's fair to say, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately. Like like JK says, there unplay from from unplayable to unpickable in two months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Um, I normally ask for predictions from opposition guests. <laughs> what are you doing? To I, people, know, I know. <laughs> I feel real. I feel awful. Um, so I, I'm not going to ask you that. Um, but, <laughs> mean, <isn't it? laughs> um, I'm not going to ask you that. But what I will say is, good luck after Saturday. Um, and I suppose I will say, I will say this. I hope Keith Hill's watching. Because what, <laughs> what, watching, watching this. Well, what, no, or... just watching, watching, watching it in general. Yeah, because he he had a, he had he had words to say, and we'll probably talk about that later. Um, I don't think I don't think um, Keith Hill will be watching the. Well, we, no, we've overspent on the microphones, haven't we? So Keith Hill won't be. <laughs> yeah, he won't Keith be Hill's gonna hate it. He won't be watching this. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jim Gannon, Mike, because he's not on Sky. So there you go. <laughs> hey, full funny. circle, full yes. circle. I like it. Ross, I like it. See what I've done there. Oh. Tom, cheers for coming on, mate. Are you coming to Stockport on Saturday? I am indeed. Yes. Good stuff. Um, May see you there. Yeah, well, I was going to say, if you want to brave it, come in the courtyard. I'll buy you a beer, mate. That's a, that's oh, a, nice a, that's a genuine nice thing. So, yeah. um, Cheers. Much appreciated. Sports drunkard in the corner. That'll be, that'll be me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Slapping the base. Slapping the base <laughs> in the corner. I'm, I'm on it again this Saturday. I, I decided. You're on what? So I, got, I, got, I, got, I got on it for the Newport game, didn't I? Oh, did you? Oh, you want it again for Saturday? Uh, yeah, because, well, it's a lucky. T- you know, we won- last time I got on it, we won 4 0. So, right. Oh God. I'm just I'm just doing my bit. Just doing my bit. So if you see, if I'm sick on your shoes, then you're welcome. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> and Tom, score line. Tom, a pleasure. Cheers, Thank you very much for having me on. Yeah, speak to you soon, cheers, bud. Right. Cheers for Take coming care. on. Bye-bye. Appreciate it. Bye now. Bye bye. There we go. So, as much as we probably don't like Rochdale, Tom's a great guy, and it's it's an absolute, you know, credit to him for coming on and having a chat with us because he could have easily have swerved it and not got involved. Um, so, yeah, whatever you think about Rochdale, don't think it about Tom because he's a good lad. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I suppose that's. I agree. Thanks, for, I thought that was a Arctic Monkeys album title then. For a minute, whatever you think about Rochdale. Tom's yeah. what, I'm not. Tommy's not. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, oh. speaking of uh, Arctic Monkeys, you know, if you're into Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that, I do a podcast about them. Check it out in it. Series 1.5 coming soon. Check it out in it. 1.5. It's a shame it's an audio only, isn't it, really? Because I've got all these like hand movements and. I, I, I should be on like, I should be on like Saturday night TV, like Edmonds or Barrymore. You can say that was, that was the last time I watched that. Night, <laughs> <laughs> That's the two references I've got. Well, uh, how do you respond to that? 
Um, yeah, it's a good. It's a good. I have to do this every week, Dave. I have to do this every <laughs> single week. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about this later. But we'll come back to this. But Eladis says what. What Keith Hill said must have gone over my head at the time. What did he say? We'll talk about that later. We'll, what we'll do is we'll go in chrono order, shall we? <laughs> chrono, chrono. Um, and talk about the Gillingham match first, because we've not covered that since last week. That was Saturday, wasn't it, Gillingham? Saturday. Yes. Did you go, Dave? No, I went to Carlisle yesterday. Uh, yeah. But I didn't, to be honest, I was... On Saturday, I was at a Stockport Gym having a gym tour because it was my wife's birthday. Very and, nice. Uh, they did a couple of tours and went with a few friends. So we had a we had a, a really nice afternoon. However, I wouldn't. I was only having to glance at the phone to keep an eye. And obviously, the late equaliser was very uh, very welcome. But uh, no, I didn't see it. I didn't go and I didn't see it. Okay. Fair enough. Went, how many, bo- how many the... bottles of Bagara Ginny left, by the way, while you... Uh, well, you I, I, we can talk about um, uh, Stockport Ginny. Um, so, what we found out today was that um, Stockport Gin have actually made the donations from the Bagara Gin sale. And um, I know for a fact there's less than 20 bottles left. I think there was 20 bottles left when I went on Saturday and I bought one. So, there's less than 20 left. Right. But um, we got an email today informing us that they was giving us the um, the commission from from the sales because they recognised that um, obviously with the statue uh, you know being unveiled that for the Hartlepool game that obviously um, that we, we we're going to be squeezed financially. So we had a, a lovely donation of uh, six hundred and forty six pounds a day, and in total that took us. Uh, the donations from Stockport Gin to £2,774, which is absolutely magnificent. Yeah. But I would just um, point out as well that the the bottles remain in the Danny Gin. There's no plans for any more batches of Danny Gin. So if you want one, get one as ASAP because yes. there's less than 20 left. Um, yeah, so as I say, we went on the gin tour and I went but to a couple of friends because it was Sandra's birthday. Got a nice shout out from Paul, and uh, we did the tour, and it was really, really good, excellent. So I'd strongly recommend that if you fancy, uh, if you fancy supporting a local organisation that's a yeah. massive county fan. And uh, thanks very much to to uh, Stockport Gin for their sponsorship with the co-op. It was really appreciated. But another interesting thing I found out as well is that. They've got um, an upstairs room which is being converted into um, an event space, and that's going to be ready in the next two or three weeks, by the sound of it. Nice. So we may look at the possibility of trying to get an event on there at some point. So that's going to be worth keeping an eye on. It's, uh, it's. Uh, I've not seen it, but apparently it's a decent size, and uh, sounds like it could be something that we could maybe utilise at some time. So that's one to look out for. It's a shame we're bad, isn't it, Russ? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should not be allowed. Back in, not allowed sure. in, no. After your last comment, Nick, I'm not too surprised. To be <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gin, I mean, if you put those 19 bottles of gin on the wall to county, I reckon you'd shift all them on Saturday, surely. 
if some if somebody did that, I mean, I don't, I'm not saying you should do it, Dave. I'm not sure you're a gin seller, but you know. Yeah, there's uh, yeah less than twenty bottles remaining. So, like you say, it's uh, and as I say, the the big thing is that we we've spoke to Paul about it, and and we feel like you know we're not we may do something else in the future, but at the moment there won't there won't be any more uh, Danny Gin. In. I've got a uh, well, I bought another bottle on Saturday, so I've. I've had about four bottles of it. I think it's fantastic. Jim. <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. I'll tell you one of the things I realised because I went onto the website and um, it was interesting because went on this gin tour and um, we were all we all sat down there. Obviously, there were six of us because I invited a couple of friends and their their wives. And uh, Paul says, "Does anybody know how gin's made?" And I'm like, "I've got a clue." And it was funny because it was like all these people that. Like, like gin none of us had an idea how it was made and i remember seeing on the website that uh one of their gins won best gin in britain and i thought that sounds really impressive that but i had no idea how many gins it was up against so he did um a, you know like he said hey, anybody got any questions at any time just shout out so i had a chat with him and said when you had this competition that where you won uh the best gin in britain how many was it? How many gins was it? Was it against? Have a guess how many you said. Have a guess. Uh, what in the awards bit? And yeah, there was the competition for the best gin in Britain. Right. Oh, oh, sorry. Total total gins. Oh, it's got to be loads. Isn't it? I'm going to say, I'm going to say five thousand. No, 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 not that many. But oh, okay, five, I'm, I'm, I'm less impressed now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it doesn't sound that impressive now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it Come on, Paul and Cheryl. God. <laughs> no, it was up against 500 gins, which I thought was right. uh, it was incredible. But uh, yeah, the, what there's one, what their gin with lime, I think it is, one best gin in Britain. Um, nice. And it does give you an idea of how good their gins are. Very, very good. And yeah. uh, as I say, the gin sauce to be highly recommended if you've got a. You want it to take your uh, your wife or girlfriend out, but uh, see my my wife she's not too total, but she doesn't drink much. But she does like she has a great gla occasional glass of wine, and she likes the gin. So I thought, oh, gin gin yeah. will be good. That's and nice. it was it's excellent. Tremendous stuff. We have got a question here. I'll for you get myself a wife or a partner, oh, won't I? Yeah, you, you should do, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first step. Mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ian Dowden says um, for the statue. While we're while we're on the subject, does it have anything on the plinth? Something like we might have a small house, but a bloody big heart. Or have we got to wait for well, stuff like that? Um, what can you reveal? Enough, we've we've we have ordered the plinth. And uh, no, it doesn't have that on it. But um, it's there was an element of I think what people need to realise is that it's it's the 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 work of not just um, the Stockport County Court, but also Help the Hatters, who've been tremendous supporter of of of, uh, of the idea and mm. put a lot of money into it. So it's got the the county uh, co-op. Um, badge and the Help the Hatters badge and it's also got uh, a Uruguayan flag on it and um, I don't think I think it'd be uh, we've got some good things lined up for the unveiling, it's going to be uh, on uh, before the Hartlepool game, so yeah, it's uh, quite exciting 
And are you asking everybody to come in fancy dress, dressed as Danny Bagara? Anything like that <laughs> for that day? Well, we did we did talk about it, seeing if we discussed it with the club about whether whether we could make it into a, a Uruguayan day. But I think they have got something uh, lined up for another event. So right. So uh, no is the answer to uh, your right. question. But um, obviously. We have got uh, we have actually got the Uruguayan ambassador coming down to help with the unveiling. Wow! Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's and apparently when we got in touch with him, he was uh, he he was quite he seems quite knowledgeable about Danny and what he achieved and how you know what he's done to put Stockport on the map. So yeah, so that's that's uh, that's something to look forward to. And Hannah Stewart's coming down. Paul and Cheryl will be there from Stockport Gym. And yeah, it's going to be a, a day to remember. Amazing. Tremendous stuff. So hopefully, that won't be the only reason it's a day to remember. Well, exactly. Could I mean, you imagine? It's all happening. Well, absolutely. I, I said a while ago that potentially it could work out that, uh, you know, we need to win to get automatic promotion. And Hartlepool need to win to stay in the league. <laughs> I'm not saying it will end up like that, but it's uh, a possibility. And uh, yeah, and obviously it's a sellout as well, isn't it? So, mm. Yeah, which is which is tremendous. Yeah. I'll, I'll, well, I'll uh, I'll I'll offer you this from Clear Blue Skies on Twitter. Stevenage have won only five of their twenty away games this season. Three of their remaining four games are away. So yeah. anything could happen. They've been formidable anything, at home. Anything, but... They've been formidable at home, haven't they? That's yeah. where they've that's where they've yeah. got the points. Yeah. All to play for. All to play for. Shall we talk about the football then? Let's talk about Gillingham. But before we do, let's just play a small clip and then we'll get into the football. If you're watching us on YouTube, please like, share and subscribe. And for the audio podcast, please rate, review and recommend us on whatever podcast player you are listening to us on. Cheers, thank you. I feel more organised this week. I don't know what it is. Mm. <laughs> mm. God, someone does. Yeah, I'm just all higgledy piggledy as ever. Really, I'm just my brain's going about a million miles a minute, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> so do do like the show if you're watching live. That would be useful. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. So the football then. Um, Chillingham. Uh, Nick, where did you watch it from? Antigua and Barbuda. Nice. I've been watching old episodes of Pointless and whatever, <laughs> yeah. what, whatever is one of the Pointless answers, I, I add that to my list of places to go and watch County. Are there any Pointless answers in, in those sorts of questions anymore? Of... No, that's it now. It's become yeah. like a self-fulfilling thing. So like people watch all the episodes and go, oh, I'm going to say Tuvalu or Central African Republic or Vanuatu. And then they yeah. go, it's like Central African Republic, like one. 96. It's like, what's going on here? <laughs> Everyone really knows it because they're pointless. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've got um, I've got the Seychelles to cover for the Leighton Orient game. And I've done a, done a good little crack to the miles this year. Yeah. yeah. But I've even started doing it like last night. Last, I went to Nigeria last night. Didn't need to. Didn't need, <laughs> just, didn't just need to. I just forced of habit now. Yeah. <laughs> Just spinning a globe and closing your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't enjoy the game without the smell of the local cuisines like in my nostrils. I think the good news is, Nick, I'm going to be joining you in the Seychelles to watch the Orient uh, <laughs> game. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, uh, I haven't got a ticket, so yeah, I'm joining you in the Seychelles. Well, look out for me on the plane. 
I'm, talking of weird places to watch the games, I'm watching the two home games from the railway end. Oh, oh lovely stuff. With the tourists. So so I'm just going to oh. be taking cucumber sandwiches like, up the aisles. I wear, I wear the shirt. Yeah. Oh, it, just... <laughs> well, Vita, Vita no branded cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> It's going to rain, isn't it? Let's let's face it. This this is me. This is me sitting in an open end. It's definitely going to rain. Not looking good for Saturday, is it? To be fair, weather wise, well, maybe we'll get some ponchos again. Yeah, the weather. <laughs> um, yeah. Back to Gillingham. I feel like I feel like everyone's avoiding the Gillingham match, but let's go back to Gillingham. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I'm not going to say Paul. I, th- I think I think we should skip over any poor refereeing displays now because it's just ba- yeah. It just seems like it's yeah. par for the course, doesn't it? Although um, I did mean to point out that the referee against Newport was very good. Okay. I meant to mention that last week. Yeah, but... you probably would have been better last week. And it, who's the guy who they have in League One who looks like he smells nice? He's meant. To, I saw a game with him last week and he was good. Davin Drysdale. He just right. looks like he smells nice. That, that's all I've got. He looks like he smells, na- smells nice and he's a fair referee. That's all I've got. But obviously, if he's League One now and he's doing well, then we're not going to be... No, we'll be chasing him with yeah. the leagues, won't we? Not going to be an issue for us. No. But yes, Gillingham. Yeah, <laughs> We said last week it'd be a horrible game, and it, it, yeah. it was just edgy. I don't know. I think we all knew there'd be a different proposition. I mean, look at, look at how they played against us at Edgeley Park. and then They actually came out and attacked, yeah. and it was to our, to our detriment. Yes, I thought they were good value for their money and their draw, to be fair. There was yeah. one particular incident in the first half. I think it was the first half. Again, not not sort of going into detail on the referee, but he blew for a foul. If he'd have played advantage, Hippolyte was through. Yeah. Uh, so that would have been a different game had that have gone in. But yeah, decent point. I was hoping for a point in the Gillingham match and then hoping we'd go and beat Carlisle. But when we yeah. got to the Carlisle match, we'll talk. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Away days with County are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. About that, because they were a different proposition, different than I thought they would be, based on what we spoke about last week. Yeah. So see Will popping up with a goal again at... Uh... He's been a bit barren recently, so it's good to good timing for him to both in terms of the timing of you know his actual goal and the timing in the context of the season as well. Because mm. now that we've got a issue in the strike force, then in terms of per, in terms of personnel, then we're going to need Will Collar to be firing again. I think we're going to need that goal yeah. for it. Yeah, I must admit, I thought you know went to, let's just say went yesterday, and I thought. It could have been a game where Wharton would have been a um, a good game for him because he's he's yeah. become 
he's so good at holding the ball up and you're laying it off. And yeah, at times, you know, we, we got our noses in from good goal and then we were under the cost second half. And uh, like you say, I think overall, perhaps a, a, a fair, uh, a draw was a fair result, but yeah, it was, it was, um, it was disappointing to go in front and then find find out, yeah, actually end up going behind. And, uh, but uh, to be honest, you could tell that both teams, to me, you could see that the way they played and approached the game, both sides realised that they needed to win. And so it was inev- almost inevitable it was going to be a draw. But um, yeah, it was good to see Evans come up with a, a late equaliser. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting as well because you've got and, that psychological aspect of it because we could quite possibly be playing them in the playoffs. Absolutely. So you, you, you kind of want to give them something to worry about for when we... I mean, I think we did that. I don't think... From seeing some of the comments on social media last night, no one fancies playing us in the playoffs. No. I, th- I think uh, there was that... We we brought Tanto on and, and he he got through. And I thought, to be honest, when he came on, I thought he, he played well. I thought but he, did, he had yeah. a chance and... If that had gone in and would have gone, you know, that might have been a, it might have been different, but just put it the wrong side of the post. But he, he, he looked strong yesterday and, and got, mm. you know, he got in, got himself some good crosses in as well. But uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think anybody will fancy playing us in there because we're, mm. you know, we have a hard side to beat, aren't we? That's, that's the, uh, that's undisputable. And, uh, you know, yeah. It, like Nick says, we're still not. If we, you know, when you look at it, two home games and a, a game against a side that's already got promotion. You know, we could possibly win our, our next three, and uh, be interesting to see what happens then. Because, like you say, Stevenage, good at home, not not as good away. Yeah. Well, we shall see. Yeah, and I'm do, I'm, I'm still think... not making any. I'm I'm still not resigning myself to the playoff just yet. Anyway, I think five five o'clock on Saturday. I think that's when we'll be able to say well whether it's going to be playoffs or automatics or or none. But yeah. I, th- I think yeah, Stevenage slip, Stevenage and Northampton slip ups at weekend, and you never know. Twists and turns, and Leighton Orient clearly aren't asked. Has anyone well, seen the clip of them last night? Yeah, embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. Of a champion no, well, mentality there. I was going to say, won't well, they? Because they're not champions, are they? They're just promoted. No. Oh, yeah, they cham- promoted. Oh. As ch- are they champions though? No, no, not yet. Okay, so they want to go for that, won't they, in the next game? And hopefully, oh, you hoping... thought they wanted to go for it for the last twenty minutes of last night's game in case it goes to goal difference, but they didn't seem to want to. They just let Gillingham have pretty much ninety yeah. percent possession for the game. And I, I can kind of understand that, given because they're because they're in the match and that, aren't they? But I'm hope I'm 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 hoping that they go into Saturday's game. I don't know who they're playing. Um, somebody mentioned it before, but um. I hope they go into that match wanting to win it to become the champions, and then when we play them, they are literally on the beach. Yeah, but then again, if they become champions this weekend, then they'll be getting the trophy after they play us, and you don't want to lose it. You don't want to lose at home and then get the trophy, do you? I know, but how many I times has that happened? That's happened loads of times, hasn't it? Where you get you've it, it doesn't go quite right for you on that when you get well, the trophy. They're at home to Crew this Saturday. Oh, there you go. They'll be champions by the time we play them. Yeah, you'd expect so, wouldn't you? You would expect yeah. so. But we're only so look looking at the points now, we're still still four off Stevenage, although they have a game in hand, but we've seen yeah. their away form. So so you never know. And then 
obviously five off five off Northampton. And then Bradford have still got that game in hand on us as well. Yeah. Yeah. As of Mansfield. Mansfield, yeah. So it's I, I think it'll be transistor radios to the air on the last day, fellas. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be it, isn't it? Yeah. People running around not knowing what's what. But a different kind of jeopardy than last season. It feel I feel a lot more relaxed. A lot of people have said this, and I'm I'm the same. I'm totally I'm, I'm zen, mate. Completely zen. zen. Zen as fuck, as I said on uh, on, on Twitter on Saturday night. I'm just yeah, yeah, whatever. I was I was I was talking to the mate Dan who does who do the other podcast with. He's he's a Spurs fan, and he I was explaining to him that I'm not. He's like, oh, I bet you I bet you're dead stressed, aren't you? I was like, no, I'm I'm pretty cool about it all. And I, he's twisted it into this thing where I I've apparently said I don't want to get promoted. Like, no, no, it's just that if we don't, there won't be any recriminations. I'll just have a lovely relaxed summer and then come back ready for it all again next year. Yeah, that's, that's it. But, but it's not going to be a throwing the toys out the pram type of thing if we don't do it, because you can see the progress we've made and are still making. So I'm, I'm just going to try and settle in and just enjoy these last few games now. Yeah, it's it's an interesting point, isn't it? Because John Kieran last week said that it would be Mark Stott would see it as a failure. The club would see it as a failure if we didn't go up because of the investment we've had. I think he was in mm. no question about that. You've just said you're quite not. I wouldn't say ambivalent, but you're relaxed about it. I'm relaxed too. It's kind of a different mentality from a lot of the fan base. I know. I know some of the fan base are saying yes, it would be a failure that we've we've invested. Where where do you sit on this one, Dave? Well, I, I kind of feel like obviously it is our first season back in the league, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I I look at it as a good opportunity. If we even if we end up in the playoffs, which does seem probably the most realistic uh, outcome because actually we've still got a good chance of promotion because like you say who's going to want to play us and we have got people who you know we've got a team and individuals who can turn games haven't we and, and score and you know we look at uh, Stretton and uh, Evans who, who's done well he's come on he's not played a lot but he's come on and scored two goals recently Evans and so I, you know I think uh I've got to be honest, I wouldn't see it as a total failure if we don't go up. But um, but I can understand, obviously, it's not my, you know, I'm not putting the money in. And, mm. you know, when you're putting putting a lot of money in, you want to see progress, don't you? So uh, it depends just how you view what is progress. Like you say, would it be the end of the world? I don't think so. But uh, it'd be nice. To, I think we've got a chance of getting promotion. So... You know, even mm. if we uh, end up in the playoffs, I think we've still got a good chance of going up. So we shall see. I'm not getting. Uh, I'm a bit like Nick. I'm not going to be crying into my beard if we don't go up. But I, th- I see it as a good opportunity, and we're certainly making good progress. I mean, the gates this season have been phenomenal, haven't they? Yeah. Weirdly, if if Russ was asked by someone else to like describe what I'm like, I think Russ would paint me as the type of guy who would get all arsy and cry into his beer. I, th- I think that's exactly the type of person Russ would paint me as, I think. Oh, Thoughts, right. Russ? Uh, um, what, are you asking me what I think of you? Um, well, no, but we don't want to... We don't want to scratch at that scab, do we? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think I would. No, I don't. I don't. I just think I don't know. I've, I need more time to think about that answer. I'll. Um... I, th- I think you're very surprised that I'm that chilled about it. 
I, th- I think y- you expect me to be whinging. I don't know. You have to read, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think you're, 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 like, war, bit... you're like war and peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think I, I think you. I think what what I get from you, Nick, is you're a bit like that that part of Family Guy where Peter's in the car crying to an REM song. And then, as soon as shiny happy people comes on, he's laughing. He's happy again. Yeah. I think. I think. You, I think you. You think you, you're very much black and white. I don't think there's any. I don't get much middle I mean, ground from you. But yeah, I have tonight, so that's you know. I've learned something. You. I've learned something. It's about weird you, consider, considering the amount of private conversations we've had on WhatsApp, where I say it annoys me that everything has to be black or white. And then just, <laughs> well, yeah, just, I'm. Yeah. I'm staggered by just how much you don't know me after nearly eight years, Russell. But fine. <laughs> we'll go on. We'll go on a team building exercise. Yeah, and it'll be all right. We'll, we'll go and uh, throw some wood about in the woods or whatever they do. Yeah, on these team building things. Try and get over a river or something. Um. Yeah, well, we have spent most of our time on WhatsApp and messages, haven't we? And not in person, to be fair. So I, I miss, I miss that tacit information. I need that tacit yeah. information. Yeah. Um, Akil Wright. Let's, <laughs> let's move it on to Akil Wright. So um, he's up for player of the season, quite rightly as well, I think. I think a lot of people are saying that, and that's quite rightly. Does anybody think that in the last two games he's been under a bit of pressure, probably not played as well, certainly was at fault for the second goal last night against Carlisle? Is it prudent to take him out of the spotlight for maybe a match or two matches? Well, we did. What what were we thinking? We did, didn't we? He was taken out. uh, He had a a poor game or two. He was taken out the team. And then, obviously, Fraser got injured again. So... Neil Byrne, who had replaced Akil Wright, moved into the centre, and Wright was straight back in after I think one game. Yeah, not his not his best game. There was a lot of sloppiness last night, though. I think I think the manager mentioned it in his interview as well. They were very very sloppy at times, but I think Carlisle could say the same. I think they'd be disappointed yeah, there with, was, with their, uh, defending. There was a lot of bookings, weren't we? And obviously, mm. Akil picked up a, a yellow. Uh, it was one of a number of players who did, and it was. It was a committed game, and it it was difficult. Must have been difficult to referee because there were some feisty challenges going in. And when they was getting the card out, you couldn't really say, "Well, it that wasn't a card." <laughs> you know, what I mean, it, and I think that you know that always puts, especially a defender, puts you under a lot of pressure, doesn't it, when you're on a card? Um, so that perhaps didn't help. But uh, yeah, it's uh, there was it was you could see the commitment from both sides, and it was. It was full blooded, and yeah, they were both going for it. Uh, so yeah, yeah difficult so, to say. Just just off the pitch, in terms of the Carlisle match as well, I was re- I went last night as well. I was really really pleased that we were in that environment, playing a game of that magnitude in front of a crowd like that. They they they're a proper club, aren't they? You know, there was loads of yeah, their without fans. Without. Um, the only thing that was disappointing for me was again, and I'll come back to this, and people will probably shoot me down, but they did not make a noise until they scored, and when they scored, no. it was jumping up and down, and and then when they scored the second, it was like they did like they won the league to me, and then when we equalised, they were dead quiet again. Whereas we, I, mean, I think I think I'm spoiled. I think we're spoiled with our fans that we make a noise from start to almost finish, don't we? Yeah, I mean, I thought Carlisle sounded okay on the stream. Carlisle sounded fair, but then again, I'd imagine the singing section was right under where John or where yeah. the camera was or whatever. So maybe that was it. 
Possibly. I mean, if they were singing, they weren't making much movement in that stand because um, te- terrace in at the front I'm and seating at the back. <laughs> yeah, Congo. <laughs> Congo. Can you have some action? Yeah, yeah. No, but you, you expect to see people clapping, don't you, if, they do, if they're singing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they were, yeah. I, I didn't see any of that. Um, I am a bit of an attendance nonce, though, as you know. So uh, I was looking. I was looking. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd agree with that, Russ. It was, it was like you say, the, the away support was over a thousand, which for the Tuesday night game and the distance Carlisle is it, it, tremendous support. And it was when you was with the county fans, it was so noisy. It was, it mm. was really, really good. Uh, and I, I picked up on that that Kyle, Carlisle fans were absent, weren't they? Until yeah. they Maybe actually nervous. scored. And, Maybe yeah. nervous, perhaps. Maybe, but um, I, I picked up on that without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah. Can yeah. I just mention while uh, while I'm on because there's quite a lot of things to discuss and uh, obviously what I wanted to do was to just talk about the statue again if we can. There was a couple of things because last time I was on there were some comments with regard to I noticed on some of the message boards and there was one um, comment in particular I remember about um, about how long it had taken to get the statue. Um, and I thought maybe you could touch on that a bit because when I got back involved in, um, which was during the process of when the statue was being commissioned, um, one of the things that had happened was what we used to do was like Anna, um, the sculptor, would give us, uh, send photos of, 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 this, of Danny, of where the, she did a lifestyle size there clay statue and what we do is look at it and then sort of pass it round and say well is this does it look like Danny and if it doesn't what can we do better and um, obviously Danny's family particularly Simon and Ellen his, uh, his daughter his son and daughter they, they've been pivotal in making the suggested changes for the statue that uh, we thought we needed and obviously when we when we She'd do a piece of work and then we'd, we'd sort of say, well, we think the air is not quite right. And she'd have to go away and remodel the whole, the whole hair. And then he, the nose was changed and his eyes were changed and his lips were changed and his chin was changed. So that was part of the reason, uh, you know, the, the, when, obviously when we do this, we have, we'd have to go back and say, right, we need to organise a Zoom meeting. So then you've got to find out when people are available, all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, I think the, the delays have, have been worth it because of the, the standard we've got now to the to to uh what we've actually ended up with and it's 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 gonna be so it's tremendous. Um just worth mentioning as well, obviously we discussed I think last time I was on the fact that we're looking at putting underfloor under underground lighting in to illuminate it at night. And what we realised was that the the cables and all the lighting units need to be put in when they do the foundations. So that's um, that's being done quite soon, which is an additional cost. Uh, obviously, quite a, quite an expensive additional cost. So yeah. one of the reasons, as we mentioned, we're so grateful to uh, Stockport Gin who, 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 who released their commission from the, the Danny from the Danny Gin sales. There's a couple of events coming up. Um, I wanted to thank everybody who's donated because last time I was on, there was quite a lot of donations made afterwards. And I wanted to thank everybody because 
appreciate um, the supporters have been the ones driving the donations. It's you know it's a, it's an expensive project. We realise times can be tough. You know a lot of you know the all the energy prices and everything else, which are well documented. It's people probably haven't got as much money in the pocket as what they used to have when. To see people donating so generously is really, really appreciated. So, thanks very much from myself and, and everybody at the co-op for that. We are trying to get this over the line, and we still do need some more money. And there's a uh, a program and memorabilia fair at Edgeley Park this Sunday, which is the 30th of April. It's 10:30 to 1:30. It's been run by Help the Hatters. The co-op are having a stall there. And one of the things I wanted to mention was that um, the co-op store will have a bucket uh, for donations to the statue. But I think what we're doing is hopefully selling shirts, replica shirts. And I wanted to make an appeal. So obviously, appreciate people uh, may not be able, or may have already made uh, cash donations, etc., etc. But if you've got any old county shirts. If you can get down to the memorabilia fair and take it to the uh, the co-op store, would be really appreciative because we can sell these, and all the money will go towards uh, the Danny, the Danny uh, statue appeal. Um, as I say, we do appreciate the amount of money that county fans have donated and and are still donating, and we're just trying to get this over the line and trying to get it as as good as we possibly can. So. Yeah, you know, thanks for thanks for myself and thanks to you guys for allowing me to waffle on when I come on this um, your program. It's very much appreciated. Yeah. But um, yeah, donate shirt donations, particularly this Sunday, at EP, ten thirty to one thirty. Try and get there, twelve o'clock, and I'm going to be there. Hopefully, knocking about, I'll make a couple of donations. Um, we've got um, the bike ride for the Hartlepool game, which is a yeah. bunch of guys really really big effort for coming down from hartlepool on the bike so any any support for that would be very much appreciated and uh yeah i wanted to uh you know thank everybody for the for the generous donations because they've been uh, really good really supportive and really good it's one of the things i liked about when when i when started coming to county one because when i started supporting the club there wasn't the coverage that you get now, which, you know, even the smaller clubs get a lot of coverage, don't they? And, uh, and at the time, you, you'd get the occasional Sunday afternoon programme where there was a very short highlights of lower division matches. And I remember when I first went to the county and I went with a friend and it was like, I couldn't believe the atmosphere. It was like, it wasn't what I was expecting. I thought it would be flat and, you know, people leaning against having a bit of a laugh and a joke. And it was like, all the fans were so passionate. And I soon realised, you know, when we started, I remember going to like some of the first, I think the first away match I went to was Crew, And it at the time, it, it wasn't, we weren't doing particularly well. So it wasn't as if it was like, but when I got there, there was more county fans than Crew fans. And I'm thinking, this is extraordinary. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But when you supported us as long as I have, you kind of realise we're a big club and, uh, you know, the, the fan base is really passionate and, it's just what attracts you to it. It draws you in, doesn't it? When you, you go into away matches and you've got... Well, Rochdale was a good example this uh, season, wasn't they? I think it was, was it 4,600 there and 3,000 were county fans. <laughs> now, fair enough, I mean, like you say, we were talking about Rochdale before and they've had a, a difficult season 
by any uh, stretch of the imagination. But yeah, it just the atmosphere at Rochdale was just electric when it when we scored. It was yeah. unbelievable. So just wanted to um, use this, take this opportunity to thank everybody who's who's supporting. If we can uh, support these initiatives like Stockport Gin, get the rest of those Danny uh, Gin sold. It'd be really really appreciated. And uh, yeah, so so thanks to Cheryl and Paul at Stockport Gin. And thanks to everybody who's made the donations. And if you can just keep supporting these events like the Help the Hatters programme and memorabilia fair on Sunday, it'd be much appreciated because they are they can be um lucrative. It's a, a pound to get in, or if you're under 16, 50p. So bargain. And, is uh, is that this Sunday, the twenty third, or is it uh, no, it's thirtieth. Thirtieth, so the, the day 30th. after the Orient game. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. We'll also thank you, Dave, for calling this a program. Because I, 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 yeah, I, yeah. Thank you. I, for got, that. I got a little shiver when you called. This a, I just usually call it the thing. I'm, I'm doing my thing tonight. <laughs> so that was quite nice. I like that. I felt real for a minute, then, didn't it, Russ? It did. Yeah, felt official. <laughs> Can we enter in the uh, best program category? Award. The, yeah. the awards next year. Right. Double our chances. Probably lose that, that as well, awesome. mate. Probably really <laughs> runner up in that. While we've been on air, um, thank you for that, Dave. Really appreciate it. And you honestly, you're welcome on any time to 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 do this and then you know give everybody an update on what's happening in the co-op. While we've been on air, the club have emailed out the start of the voting for the end of season awards. That's now open. So put a link in the um in the comments to get get voting on that. Um just an option for whoever scores the winner in the playoff final. <laughs> yeah, just future proof well, in the end of the season. It's going to be an interesting vote, isn't it? Because, uh, <laughs> you know, like, like I was saying before, when you look at the squad, we've got a big, strong squad and we have got, uh, you know, so, some players there that I don't, you know, who's going to who's going to take that award for? Yeah, I don't, I don't, it's been a long time since it's been up in the air as much as it has this season, I think. It's yeah, yeah I'd agree out. with that because sometimes, yeah, I mean, and I think as, as well, we've had, you know, recent seasons, we've had Paddy who's been absolutely yeah. phenomenal. Um, you know, this year, I think it will be a lot tighter and, you know, he might be in the running, but I don't think it's his clear cut because I think sometimes you can... It's sometimes like with the man of the matches, isn't it? Sometimes they say, right, the sponsor's man of the match in your IOC, you know, and yeah, maybe 70% of the time, there's somebody who stands out and you think, yeah, that was yeah. that's clear cut. And it's like that sometimes with play of the season. But this season, I think there's a number of people who, who, who are in contention. Yeah. I've just voted for mine. Um so let's let's go around the let's go around the room. Nick, who are you going to vote for, Player of the Season? Ryan Crowsdale. Okay, uh, nice. Dave, always. Uh, I'm, I'm. Maybe. Maybe maybe Horsfall. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Uh, you know, I think he's. Uh, it was funny because when we signed him, I remember. Um, one of the, obviously we're going from Northampton and and I remember their manager saying he was he was either the best defender or the best player in the second division and when we had it we we obviously we we all know we didn't have a particularly good start and I'm thinking where's this player well, you know and, but since then wow some of his performances have been fantastic and uh, yeah yes he's had his injuries so that that could you know but when he's when he's been fit I think he's been absolutely fantastic yeah yeah. So a, I'd a, probably go with him then. Yeah. But like say um Rydell, I'd yeah, been really, really good. Um 
So I th- like I say, I think it's 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 genuinely close this season. I don't, yeah. I, I don't know. Go on, see the. It'd be good to see the numbers that come out of this, the percentages. I've, yeah, gone, for, yeah. I've gone for William Guy Collar for me. Okay, yeah. Um, I just think when he's in the team, we're diff- we look different. He's box to box. And the hat-trick against Charlton was sublime. No, I think, so. uh, yeah, Collar's, um, I know, you know, be interesting to see what happens because obviously he has been linked to uh, a number of clubs. Uh, yeah. Whether that's, you know, whether that'll happen or not, I don't know. Just something else that's, come in really really late that I've um, can't tell you too much about this because I don't know too much about myself but apparently we had um, a supporter who offered to match some fundraising that we did uh, pound for pound and I believe he's been back in touch and offered to help us out again on on the back of uh, realising that we were a little bit uh, squeezed with regard to cash flow so that's something to look out for. Uh, I saw an email just before we came on uh, air tonight, and yes, so we, you know, it's, we've got to get in touch with him, find out exactly what it is he's offering, and see how we best utilise it. But there's going to be something going on where we can get some match funding from one of our supporters. So, again, if you're listening, thanks very much for that offer. That's superb and very, very generous. So, thank you. Yeah, tremendous stuff. First program and then on air. I feel, I feel like oh. Christian Guru Murphy right now. <laughs> 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 uh, we've got some comments coming in. Andrew Hopwood says for him it's Woods. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, Ian Dowden yeah, agrees with me. Know. Will Collar. Andy Baldwin. Ben Hinchliffe. Not a bad shout. I mean, there's a case for all of them, yeah. isn't there? That's, that's the uh, trouble. I mean, we've, all, we've all pretty much named different well, ones. You know, absolutely. I, think, I think the interesting thing about Woods was Oh, horse or colour, yeah. I, I think if he was voting for most improved player of the season, what's without yeah. a shadow of a doubt? Because when he first came, he, he well, he wasn't the player that he is now, put it that way. And, mm. you know, it's such a shame that he's picked up this, this injury because, he, you know, to my, he's gone from, he's gone from a player who, who, who wasn't really doing much to perhaps being one of the first names on the team sheet. That's kind yeah. of, yeah. But like say, Ben's a good shout as well. I mean, yeah, tremendous, tremendous season, isn't he? Yeah, and two two saves yesterday at Carlisle, fantastic, weren't they? Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, yeah. So really, uh, really interesting that without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, it's oh, funny. I, I... Oh, and there is one more thing. There is oh. one more thing. We the co-op have got a meeting with the club. Um, oh, I was going to ask you about that actually. That's something. Yes, that's on, I, that's on I the about that. It's uh, Wednesday the 3rd of May. So if anybody's got any questions, I know some people have wrote in with questions. We're definitely going to be asking the club for an update regarding the uh, stadium development plans. Right, yeah. But if anybody's got any questions, get in touch with the co-op um, and we'll, we'll, you know, we, we will be meeting with the club. So, yeah, we're in a position to when you say about... When you say meeting with the club, who are you meeting with exactly? Whoever it is, tell him Russ said hello. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it's the uh, chief. Is it the chief operating officer? There's how many people at the club now? I've, yeah, and um, there's a new guy, isn't there? Tom, is it Tom? Mahaman, yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, I think he's involved. Um, 
got to be honest, obviously, like I say, I've not been in, involved for a huge length of time, so I'm not 100% sure. So, but I know, uh, you know, the, the thing is, obviously, when we meet the club, we probably ask some questions and some of these people may not know the answers, but at least they're in a position to go away and ask yeah. whoever. So, yeah, don't, you know, if there's any questions, feel free to put them in. And just one final reminder, if you're a member and you think your uh, membership may have lapsed, get in touch with us and renew. And that's been a great way to support, help support the Danny statue as well. So, yeah. Um, so thanks for that, guys. Much appreciated. No problem. Um, and I shall see Nick in the Seychelles for the Orient game. <laughs> yeah. yeah over there. I'll, I'll be on drinking out of a coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Gin, I hope. Nick. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just, just oh, Danny Gin. Nothing else. <laughs> Exclusively <laughs> Danny Gin. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no, that's too much even for me. That you know, so, sometimes I take it too far on Eros. Yeah, really, I've not noticed. I've noticed. <laughs> and that was it. That was the straw that broke the camel's back. Hey, the straw. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because you have straws in drinks, don't you? Yeah, yeah. and there'll probably be some be lots you of straw on the beach. Out coconuts. Hmm? After husking myself, so I don't. I don't that make that make me feel good. I thought you do. You do husk them. Taking the hair off them, that's husking it, isn't it? I don't know. What? You don't need to take the hair off it if you're going to drink out the inside, though, do you? I don't agree with coconuts, anyway. I don't like coconut. Coconut, pineapple, avocado, too much fannying about. <laughs> yeah. Too much messing. Yeah, yeah I agree. Uh, when you're in the Seychelles, you've, you know... I don't he'll think he'll be serving pints of bitter will this well. Right? No, he'll have, he'll, have, he'll, he'll have his people doing it for him anyway. So. I've my people. I've yeah. God, I, I wish I had people, though. That'd well, be you're on a programme now. You're on, a, you're on air on a programme. I'm sure programme. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so. yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose I've got me, my camera crew and all the, all the people who, like, do all the day-to-day. I've got my runners and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fine. Exactly. And your fluffers. Yeah. That's a different, <laughs> different thing, that. So that's a different, different sort of entertainment. Shall we briefly talk about the Rochdale match on Saturday? I know Tom's not here to talk about it. Um, like the best for him. Yeah, I, I felt a bit sorry for him before. Fair dues to him you know, for coming on. And he lives in Stockport. No, he doesn't. He yes, does. he does. That's what he told us anyway. Yeah, I mean, really? he, did, he did mention it. He mentioned it last time as well. Us. Oh, did he? Did he? Did he? I must yeah, have yeah, that. yeah, he's, he's Stockport, yeah. I'm not too sure how that works out. He must have, uh, he must have moved. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I mean, You've been watching uh... CSI again, haven't you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, uh, I will say, obviously, it's going to be a big game. And uh, like, I think the interesting thing about Saturday is he, he was spot on what he said because obviously there's no point in them coming in and parking no. the bus, is it? They've got to take the game to us, and that hopefully will suit us, especially if we can get an early goal. I mean, it, we could be looking at, a, you mentioned it before, us about, uh, you know, thinking we were going to give some teams, you know, two, three, four goal uh, drubbing, perhaps. And, and, and obviously, we, we, we won one game recently, 4 0. And, and Rochdale, if we can get an early goal, yeah. could be another potential for a few, ga- uh, few goals. Yeah. Because, will, because like you said, the bus, will they? No. And it was like, I think that was like yesterday at Carlisle. You could see it. You could see that both teams realised that 
they needed to try and get the win. And that's how they played. There was no time wasting yesterday whatsoever. No, was no, there wasn't. It's, it's telling, wasn't it? It was really telling. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it was it made for the better game. But like I say, it was, it was blood and thunder. It was really committed. And uh, it was a good game to watch. It was just disappointing that we found ourselves in front and then pegged back to behind. And, but uh, yeah, we got a point out of it. And that was that was important. Yeah. Well, I think it was. I think it was a fair point, though, wasn't it? It was two good teams yeah. going at it. Like I say, no time wasting, coming out to play, to coin a phrase. It was really, really good. But in the context of the season, going away to Carlisle, who were in fifth place, that's a good point. It's just it. It's yeah. just that it happens to come at a point where we probably need the win. You know, yeah. I mean, if we'd won at Gillingham and then got the point there last night again, that'd yeah. be a very, very good point. As, as it stands, it's just a, a good point. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think we'll yeah. we'll know we'll know on Friday, uh, Saturday evening. How good, yeah. how good a point it was with the results. I couldn't help though on the drive back talking to talk. I went with Waggy last night talking to Waggy. I couldn't help but think and agree with what Ben said a few weeks ago when he was on the show that we're not quite there yet, and mm. a playoff defeat is probably where we're going to end up. Which, mm. although I won't be happy about it, it's still progress. And I was thinking as well, we're gonna we're gonna strengthen again, aren't we? To, to get up if we don't go up the yeah. season to next season. So it'll probably be top three next season, all all being well anyway. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's um, that's the way I think most county fans probably look at it because you're right, you've got, you know, when you've got the, the setup we've got, you kind of think that, yeah, next season's squad will be better than this season's. And like mm. you say, that bodes well if you consider that you know, it does look likely we'll end up in the playoffs and, and where it ends up after that, who knows, we could get promotion. Because like you say, we can match teams, we can beat teams, but it's 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 what happens over those playoff games, isn't it? And yeah. whether we will end up come you know, end up going into the first division or stay in the second. But like you say, if we end up in second, I'm confident we'll have a stronger side ne- uh, squad next season. Yeah. Uh, I think you're right. I think we could be going for automatic next season. Yeah, and of Wrexham. course, we'll... I was going to say we'll have our Wrexham. We'll have our friends from Wrexham. Well, yeah. well, they've got Boreham Wood at home on Saturday, and as, as we know all too well, they're a horrible team to play. Yeah. Oh. So again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it goes into the last day. You know. Yeah, I still think they'll come up. Um, I, I think I think they will. Yeah, I do. To be honest, yeah. I, I, hoping, I think I think the big one was when Repsham played Notts County, and yeah, uh, Notts yeah. County took the lead, didn't they? But um, ended up getting beat. And you know, if Notts County had won that, it would have been yeah. It'd have been the pressure would have been on Repsham then, but uh, obviously they they beat them. So I I for one. Um... I want us to have a bit of a rivalry with Wrexham because I think it's yeah, just yeah. good. I think it's just good to have a rivalry, and it's especially yeah. in that away end last season that that hurt me a lot, and I want to get back for that at least. Um, but yeah, and it'll give us good to in a weird kind of way. It'll give us some good exposure as well, won't it? If we go toe to toe with them again, without a doubt. I mean, it, it's funny because, like I say, our, our gates this season. How many talents have we had at Edgeley Park? And you know, it's not been particularly well documented. I think. There's, there's, you know, it has been noted by a lot of clubs, but, uh, but certainly not by the, you know, the big media giants and uh, mm. 
you know, but like you say, the the, the interest generated since Marks came in is is phenomenal. But we've always felt like you know, County had the potential if they could do well to to really get some big gates and and good support. And we're seeing it now, aren't we? You know, all these sellouts. Yeah. And I, I believe because um, I did hear did the Hartlepool match sell out in three hours? Is that True. Well, I, I went on, the tickets came out at 10. I went on, I think it was about half 10, 20 to 11, and there was nothing apart from the railway end left. Wow. Wow. Absolutely nothing, yeah. And even that, that was pretty sparse. I think that sold out like the following day the railway end did. But yeah, pretty, pretty much the whole ground had gone in like the first half hour or so. Right, so the wow. railway end's gone as well. Because I was, I was surprised. railway has gone as well now, yeah. Um, when we're, when, Was it Newport where it was teaming it down? I had in ponchos. Oh, out. Was, yeah. The railway yeah. end wasn't as full as I thought it would be. Um, but having said that, they didn't put, they didn't make the decision to put the tickets on sale for the railway end until very late, did late. they? Late, yeah, 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 I yeah. Get that. And, yeah. And that's been the difference is that they, they seem to learn from that. And then they said, right, for both the Rochdale and Hartlepool games, the railway end will be available to county fans. And yeah. As we know, the Hartlepool games sold out. I don't think there's a lot of tickets left for the Rochdale game, to be honest. No, so no, I don't know. I don't know if they've sold their allocation because they were complaining about it, weren't they? But I'm not sure if they've sold their allocation yet. Um, no, I'm not too sure about that either. Yeah, but I think, um, you know, I think the the problem with Watchdale is like we were talking about before, you know, the realistically the down, aren't they? Yeah, because even if, even if you know, I mean, it's not even if you give them the benefit of the doubt and say they'll win the next three, I mean. Like you say, they still got to then hope that some of the yeah, other clubs are, the are losing. The, yeah, yeah, Hartlepool. So, yeah, I think realistically they're down, and it's uh, it's it's going to be tough for them to get back in the league. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, absolutely. If they ever find themselves back in the league, I would probably say. Um, let's finish on a high. Let's finish on a positive note. Our nine-game unbeaten run. Out conceding the goal is still intact. Thank you to Cheltenham. Yeah, it, it was good when you mentioned it last week last as well. Week. That night. Yeah, it, it, it uh, was last week, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I was, yeah. I was, I was scratching around for a high note to finish on Nick. So apologies for that, mate. I'll, um, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, because there's nothing else that. good happening with County at all. Is uh, just, well, <laughs> name name something we haven't spoken about that's good. It's the general feel good vibes. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Just, just I'm, a vi- I'm a vibes man, Russ. What can I tell you? I'm a, vi- I'm a vibes man. The fact that I'm sat here like this right. is not enough of an indication that I'm just your. Well, let's finish. Vibes, man. <laughs> let's finish on that then. Let's finish on the vibes because that's something tangible we can all. Good, good vibes, man. Good vibes. Yeah, yeah. Good vibes. So you're feeling the good vibes, Dave? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it from over there in Reddish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's the epicenter of the good vibe surely well, <laughs> apparently <laughs> I just want uh, to see uh, Nick uh, playing his bass now that's bass. all we need yeah. that'll yeah, be uh, I'll, I'll, bring it, I'll bring it to Wembley with me for the playoff final fantastic <laughs> <laughs> oh, good brilliant. stuff right let's uh Let's call it there. We've been on for nearly an hour and a half. That's a good one. Um, thanks to everybody. Imagine what it's going to be like when we... Uh, are we going to do a live show on the last day again, by the way, if there's something at stake, like last year? Uh, yeah, don't see why not. We can do that. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, good point. Actually, we can do that. We've we've literally just agreed that now that we'll do that. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah, literally just that's how it works on this podcast. But what we are going to do is get Roger Wilde over for a midweek evening live show Q and A. Uh, so if you're a patron, you get first dibs on that. Everybody else will get second dibs. Uh, but we'll let you know as soon as that's organised. Just trying to uh, discuss a few things first, so we'll get that sorted. And do I get my dibs? You're already dibbed. You're dibbed and dabbed. Yeah, it says that on my Tinder profile. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> don't know what that means. Don't know. No, I don't, I don't. <laughs> not, not a clue, mate. <laughs> it sounded rude, it but so I'm not quite sure how. Is it successful? Your uh, Tinder profile? No, 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 no maybe no. that's why. I, I mean, Dave, I'm, Dave. I'm, I'm, I'm doing this with my Wednesday night, Dave. <laughs> of, course, of course, I'm not successful in the dating arena. I was going to say, have you got like a, I've got like a, a note saying not available on Wednesday nights? Well, I won't be here next Wednesday, Russ. Oh. I told you, I told you the other week, but you I'm, I'm, I'm yes, seeing, I'm seeing Pete Doherty next Wednesday, so I will not be here. I'll be in a bar in Manchester watching you, and I might put some abuse in the comments. Fair I probably won't really. I'll just be drinking, won't I? Probably, probably. be drinking and crying mostly. You'd be having a life. <laughs> Just what I do every other day. <laughs> um, wrap it up. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Please do like and subscribe and rate and review us on any audio podcast player you are listening to us on. Remember, we are part of the Talk Sport Network, and that is going from strength to strength. And yes. Um, and they give us choices, much. don't they? As they we do. This week. I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more impressed with them. I must say. Should, should we should we tell people about our choice just to make ourselves seem really cool? <laughs> it's, I, I don't think it's a case of being really cool. It's a case of having some principles, to be honest. So they've asked cool. us... Cool, whoa, yeah. you call it. So, you know, on the if you listen to us on the audio podcast, you get the adverts. That, they're, they're from TalkSport, and we do get remunerated for that. A very tiny amount. It's not a lot, but, you know, do, do, uh, do take that into account. They've asked us if we would like to have, or if we'd be okay with having betting companies doing those adverts for us and we've said no because although i do like a bet it ruins lives and yeah. i don't want that i mean i, I like a bet to... and look at the state of me <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> should, that should be the advert we should, we should do like uh, an advert the other side and just like do you want to be like this man don't, yeah. don't sell the <laughs> can you imagine? Yeah, I can see that. I can, I can just see the poster at the bus stop now of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> It'd be good though because they'll have the poster at the bus stop, and then if they move into the bus stop, they'll see me asleep on the bench. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all bases covered. No, I, 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 I think we should feel very good about ourselves. As much as I don't want this to be like a self-congratulatory slap on the back, I, I, yeah, I'm impressed with I you, think... Russ. I'm always impressed with you. To be honest, Nick, I think um, I think we're going from uh, the Seychelles to Skegness in your uh, <laughs> with your betting record. <laughs> 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 oh, Skegness might be a stretch. <laughs> so yeah, we decided that a long we decided that a long time ago, oh, didn't well we? Done. As soon as we started to uh, to, yeah, to think yeah. about advertisements, things. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. Okay. I think that's about it. So thank you to everybody. See you on Saturday in the courtyard. Are you going in the courtyard, Nick? Are you going in the courtyard? I'm going in the courtyard, yeah. I'm going in the courtyard. I'll see you in there, yeah. I'll see you in there, mate. I'll let you buy me a pint with all... Uh... Mine's a pint of lager beer, please. Okay. Dave, thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate Pleasure, it. 
Cheers. Thank you. And uh, see you soon. Cheers, everybody. Bye. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. This episode of the Scarf McGowan War was written, recorded and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. The music on the opening titles was produced by Dan Johnson. Subscribe wherever you get your content, as well as finding out how to join the TSBW fan club. Check out the links in the description or go to all the W's, scarfbegalawar.co.uk. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.